Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Local superintendent is excited about offering the AP African American Studies course. I'm Scott Gelman. The pandemic was a significant event in our lives. We'll never forget it. Oh, except we're already starting to lose key moments of the crisis in our minds. We'll explain with the Washington Post at 1115, 11 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Matt Piper in New York, where there is a state of emergency declared by the governor. It's due to an impending nor'easter that will affect several states over the next two days. Meteorologist Chris Warren is with the Weather Channel. Another powerful storm will be moving into the West Coast and a developing nor'easter. This major storm will have multiple threats with it. Heavy, wet snow, very strong winds that could be blowing to stronger than 60 miles an hour could lead to long-lasting widespread power outages. Fallout from the second and third largest U.S. bank failures in history as investors wonder what's next and will it happen to my bank? CBS News business analyst Jill Schlesinger says this is different than the financial meltdown that began with the bursting of the housing bubble of 2008. Depositors are getting rescued at Silicon Valley Bank at Signature Bank, but shareholders are not. And according to President Biden, he said, look, we're fine helping depositors, shareholders, risk takers, management. No, we're not doing that. A California appeals court rules in favor of popular rideshare companies. KOVR-TV's Tony Lopez from Sacramento. The California appeals court ruled that Prop 22 should remain state law. Prop 22 was passed by California voters in 2020, classifying Uber and Lyft drivers as independent contractors rather than employees. And limited state rules for things like workers' comp and overtime. The case is expected to make it up to the California Supreme Court. A North Carolina man is facing kidnapping and rape charges after police find a 13-year-old missing girl from Texas locked in a shed on a property he rented. Officials say 34-year-old Jorge Camacho communicated with the girl on social media, then enticed her to leave her home. Amber Lake of WFMY-TV is in Greensboro. The owner of the home told us that she allowed Jorge Camacho to rent from her because she said that he had nowhere else to go. She told us that her son is friends with Camacho, so two years ago she opened up her home to him sim said she had no idea what was happening inside this shed where camacho lived if you get angry with customer service you're not alone cbs's steve futterman the latest results of the national raid survey shows americans having less and less patience i couldn't hear you very well you're yelling very loud uh... of the 1,000 people who took part 74 percent said they've had an issue that's up from 64 percent during the last survey today is national napping day yes it's a thing And doctors say while napping can be problematic or a sign of an underlying issue, occasional napping is beneficial. They say if you're planning on a 20 to 45 minute snoozer, have a little caffeine beforehand to wake up with more alertness. This is CBS News. Nobody should have to pay for one-size-fits-all insurance coverage. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Liberty Mutual Insurance. Now, 11.03 on WTOP, Monday night, March 13th, 2023. Upper Marlboro is at 41 and could be down to freezing later. Good evening, I'm 
Dimitri Sotis with the top local stories we're following this hour. A former Hogan administration official failed to show up for his criminal trial in federal court today. Now there is a warrant out for his arrest and his own attorney says he's puzzled. Roy McGrath, who had been chief of staff for former Governor Larry Hogan, was due in federal court in Baltimore on charges of wire fraud, falsifying documents and theft. After he failed to show up, the judge ordered a delay, saying that perhaps there had been a mix-up. But when McGrath was still out of touch by 11 a.m., the jurors were sent home for the day. McGrath's attorney, Joseph Murtha, told Maryland Matters McGrath had always been responsive to texts and emails in the past. As a condition of his release before trial, McGrath had been ordered to surrender his passport. The charges against him stem from his payout from a state-related nonprofit corporation. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Maryland's new governor is working on accelerating the state's commitment to improve air quality. Westmore is returning the state's timeline to its initial, more aggressive plan that's in line with California. And he even hopped into a bright orange, all-electric Mustang today and drove around Baltimore for a bit to demonstrate that. Governor Westmore is returning Maryland in step with California's vehicle emissions goals, requiring that by 2027, 43% of new vehicles sold be zero emissions and all new cars be zero emissions by 2035 which got a unanimous vote from the state's Air Quality Control Advisory Council. By ramping up electric vehicle sales, we can move and move fast to reduce greenhouse gases. State Republicans are not happy with the revised plan, introducing a bill to study how it will affect Maryland's economy and power grid. Minority leader Jason Buckle issued a statement saying in part of the policy, quote, it's based on California's economy, California's transportation needs, and California's electrical grid. Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. Some frustration today for people trying to do their taxes in Maryland or even just to check on a refund. The state comptroller's office has a computer outage. It means that staffers can't answer your questions about your tax return or your refund status right now. People are seeing an error message on the homepage. Those in charge say this is all because of aging software. They're not sure how long the problems will last. They hope to have answers tomorrow morning. There is one important point. Your work isn't completely stopped. You can still file your tax return electronically in Maryland. But until the computer systems are restored, the comptroller's office is not able to review information specific to your tax filings. Montgomery County Public Schools were planned to offer now AP African American Studies next year. Superintendent Monifa McKnight tells WTOP she's a big proponent of the course being offered in local schools. For students to make a connection to who they are today and what they need to do in the future, they have to first be able to understand their history and understand their history from a very honest place and perspective. Superintendent Monifa McKnight says the AP African American Studies course should help students do just that. So that they can better understand the opportunities that are before them and just to get to know who they are and how they see themselves in history. Montgomery County is expected to pilot the course at 10 high schools starting in the fall. Some Northern Virginia high schools are also planning to offer the course, though its curriculum is under review by the state. Critics say the course has a political agenda. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. Fairfax County schools are getting rid of a controversial test question in a college-level social studies class. It's multiple choice and asks students to equate liberals and conservatives with particular categories of people. Potential answers for liberals include young white men and middle-aged urban lesbians. Answers for conservative include southern male migrant laborer and Catholic Midwestern middle-aged male. Fairfax County parent of three students, Rory Cooper, says this test concerned him. He wants to see the full test for himself. So parents could see um, exactly the type of lessons that our students are learning. 
Um, I believe sunlight is the best disinfectant. Critics say the online AP government class is indicative of a liberal bias to assign ideologies to specific demographics. It's a theft that's led to anxiety and tears for a soon-to-be bride here in D.C. Less than two months from her wedding day, and Claudia Arango says her expensive, gorgeous wedding dress was stolen from her SUV, which was parked by Randolph in 14th Streets in northwest D.C. Every woman's dream is always walking down the aisle with her dress of her dreams, and I just feel like that's been robbed from me. Yeah, the time before a wedding is emotional for everyone, but this has made things even more stressful for Arango. Still, she says people have been so nice, women she's never even met have been offering to give her a dress that she can wear. All the community support I've received has been restoring my faith in humanity. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Arango is offering a $500 reward to anyone who gives the dress back. No questions asked. See photos of it at WTOP.com. 11.08 on WTOP. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks, Rich Hunter in the traffic center. All right, Dimitri, traveling on the Beltway in Virginia, they've now narrowed the work zone on the Adeloupe that begins on the American Legion Bridge and extends down toward the Dulles Toll Road. Single file right now gets you by all the way through that work zone, so expect some delays from time to time there as a result. Uh, Fairfax County authorities are with a crash uh, near the intersection of Telegraph Road and South Kings Highway. Uh, so, again, be careful there. Police were directing traffic around the two-vehicle crash there. 95 southbound. The work zone set up between 123 and the Prince William Parkway. was only blocking a uh, single right lane. However, a crash involving a tractor-trailer, possibly two, now ties up the right side at the beginning of that work zone. So you now have to squeeze over to the far left right away to get through that work zone. Once you clear the crash, it, it starts to open up because you're back to two left lanes getting by the work uh, for now, nothing beyond that headed toward Fredericksburg. Northbound side of 95, okay as well. Over in College Park, crash on Route 1 near Berwyn House Road. The last check still had Route 1 shut down in both directions as a result of that crash. Uh, so far, so good on the Maryland Beltway through Montgomery and Prince George's counties. Uh, heads up, if you're traveling 95 southbound, headed south of I-195 toward the bridge over the Patapsco River. Two left lanes get you by the work zone there. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4 is Amelia Draper. Winds will increase overnight tonight with low temperatures falling into the 30s. And tomorrow is a windy day from start to finish. In fact, a wind advisory goes into effect later in the day and runs through Wednesday morning. Now, we could see some minor wind damage, but we're also just dealing with bitterly cold temperatures for this time of year. Wind chills in the 20s and 30s with highs tomorrow in the 40s. Low to mid-50s for highs on Wednesday. Still blustery, but not as bad as tomorrow. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Emilia Draper. Gaithersburg at 38, Arlington 43, and Lanham 41. Some parts of our area all the way down to 28 in the suburbs. We're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 20% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today. Schedule your free in-home estimate. 11:10. Money news at 10 and 40 past the hour with Jeff Claybaugh. Bank failures sent treasury yields lower and mortgage rates too. A 30-year fix fell to an average of 6.57% Monday after topping 7% last week. Porsche had record sales last year. It is majority owned by Volkswagen, but Porsche is now worth more than VW. Brazilian Steakhouse Fogo de Chão opens its six DC area restaurant at National Harbor next week. Silver Diner at National Harbor opens this summer. The Dow lost 91 points Monday, but the Nasdaq finished the day up 50. Jeff Clayball, WTOP News. 
Well, uh, Asian markets are all lower, and they have been since they started trading. But I can see a, a little movement toward the positive. So, for example, Tokyo stocks are currently about 2% lower. They were down almost 3% earlier. South Korea's cost speed down 2%. In fact, I'm looking across the board here. We have 2% losses except for the Shanghai composite. It's down 1% tonight. Certainly, the market's tanking for the most part. We'll keep you updated here on WTOP at 10 and 40. Now, coming up here, after all we've been through with COVID, you wouldn't think we'd forget it ever. But think back to three years ago. How much do you actually remember about that time when sporting events were canceled? People from outside the U.S. weren't allowed to fly here. We talk about how our memories are not meant to be exact or computer-like, even when it comes to such huge events. And maybe we've forgotten a lot of what it was like to live in the heart of the COVID era. Stay with us tonight. And now, another contractor spotlight from IBEW Local 26. Hi, I'm Dennis Dubé, superintendent and owner of Loadside Electric. My company, we're a building automation contractor. I actually interface with other electrical contractors. So there could be a job where I'm working with a union electrical company and a non-union electrical company because we're doing a different portion of the installation in the building. I've been able to see throughout the years where I've been able to go in and see the difference secondhand of we're working with a union contractor. I made this much money because we were able to interface with them that much better. The job went that much better. I've never had a bad experience working hand-in-hand with a union electrical contractor. If you were able to go out in the field and see the, the differences of installation, the type of manpower that they have on the site, and then the finished product, it's uh, it's above and beyond. To start growing your electrical business, go to IBEWLocal26.org and click Business Opportunities. IBEW Local 26, where electrical contractors come to grow. Still ahead. Duran Payne is signed, sealed, and delivered, but the commanders weren't even close to done on day one of free agency. Sports in 10 minutes on WTOP. As Rob Woodfork will bring us that update. Stay with us. Warm and Home Care has served our local Maryland and Virginia community for more than three decades. You probably already know Warm is the warm and caring family-owned company that provides in-home care to seniors. But you may not know all the services we provide to make your aging loved one more safe and comfortable in their own home, including personal care like help with bathing, grooming, toileting, and getting dressed, medication reminders, meal preparation, mobility assistance, fall prevention, light housekeeping, laundry, social support and companionship, hospice support, transportation to doctor's appointments, and even running errands. At Warm and Home Care, our care plans are custom designed so we can make sure your loved one gets assistance with their daily routine while remaining safe and happy in their own home. In fact, we've been providing happiness at home to families just like yours for over 30 years. Learn more at warmandhomecare.com. Everything you need, every time you listen. WTOP News. It's 1114. I'm Dimitri Sotis. Thanks for being with us. Think back about three years ago when it was Coming clear just how serious and deadly COVID was becoming. Every night at 7, all around the world, people would come out of their homes or stand on their balconies. They would cheer and clap for the frontline healthcare workers, you remember? But how many of those details do we really remember, although it really wasn't that long ago? Richard Seema, Brain Matters columnist at the Washington Post, joined us earlier to talk about our memories and how... Even for something really important like a pandemic, they fade. It is very surprising to think of. Like, um, you know, I was just sitting down, like, thinking on the past three years of when, you know, COVID was declared a pandemic and thinking about all the things I've forgotten. And I spoke with some memory researchers about this, and they basically said, yeah, like, you know, we know that 
memory, um, the way it works, is we like things that are distinctive and emotional. COVID was that, but on one hand, there was a lot of stuff going on. We had, you know, um, what you put at the top, you know, applause for healthcare workers. We also had new cases, new vaccines, new variants, all these things to keep track of. You know, it's overload. You can't remember every single thing. You can't hold on to it. And on the other hand, it's also been a time of really repetitive days. If you're stuck at home, not going anywhere, not seeing people, not doing new things, um, that's not distinctive at all. And much of the time we spent was doing that. Uh, so looking back on the time, um, you know, I have the gist of stuff. Like I ordered food, but I don't remember every <laughs> single time that happened. It's just like, oh, that vaguely happened and i think maybe a lot of people get that sense looking back you know one thing i remember but i didn't share it with anybody and i'm in retrospect glad <laughs> i didn't because i was so wrong i remember in march of 2020 thinking to myself okay as a planet we're going to get it together here and in about two months we can take off these masks and, and get rolling <laughs> imagine how incredibly wrong i was i think it was me taking off my journalist hat and just being a, a human being and a sort of wishful thinking there. So the, there are a few things that maybe we'll retain. Would you say it's a very different situation for those who lost loved ones in the pandemic? That's a different experience than the rest of us who are just hunting for masks and Clorox wipes and vaccines and testing. Yeah, that seems to be the case. Um, when I spoke with memory researchers, they, you know, emphasized that, of course, like we won't forget that the pandemic happened. And of course, the impacts of uh, COVID on each of our lives is different. And those who are impacted more, um, you know, can't go back to the time that came before because, you know, they lost someone or they were on the front lines experiencing the brunt force of dealing with the pandemic or they're dealing with long COVID now. Like that is more life-changing and therefore you will, you know, deal with it more and remember it more because it impacted your life more. One last thought. You mentioned that the memory experts you were talking with just say that, you know, our memories fade. It could be a big deal at the time and then it fades. Is this in part a defense mechanism because the memories are so awful or is that really a little off the mark here? Um, I think that is part, you know, part of why, um, you know, maybe why we forget is because, you know, first there's physical limitations to remembering everything, but there is some adapt uh, adaptation to forgetting um, because memory is interesting, right? Like you're thinking about past events, but you're remembering it in the present and you're sort of reliving that. And you don't probably want to just relive every single bad experience you've had. Um, so it could help people move on, especially if they think the danger has passed. But I do want to say like, yeah, for many people, like they're still dealing with uh, the pandemic. People are still dying. People are getting long COVID. So it's hard for like some people to move on because it hasn't ended for them. Richard Seema is Brain Matters columnist for The Washington Post. Quick look at the top stories on WTOP. Senate Republican leader Mitch McConnell is out of the hospital and into a physical rehab facility after suffering a concussion and a rib injury in a fall at a local hotel last week. South Korea says North Korea has test-launched a ballistic missile toward its eastern waters. Keep it here for the latest. Now it's Rich Hunter in the WTOP Traffic Center. Right, one of our listeners did confirm the crash in the work zone 95 southbound as you head past Route 123. It is two tractor trailers, one rear end of the other at the beginning of the work zone. Uh, so again, for now, traffic squeezing by to the far left to get around the crash and the work zone as well. Again, once you clear the crash, you're back to having two left lanes getting by. So the pace definitely picks up a little bit. But be careful approaching nonetheless. It is very slow now across the Occoquan getting past the crash scene. 
Now, if you're traveling on the Beltway in Virginia, out of loop as you come off the American Legion Bridge and extending down toward the Dulles Toll Road, single file right gets you through the work zone. It is very slow there as well. Over in Alexandria, the Fairfax County portion of Alexandria, clean up a crash on Telegraph Road just north of the intersection with South Kings Highway. You were under police direction. Tow trucks were on scene. Over in College Park, Route 1, Baltimore Avenue near Berwyn House Road, did have both sides of Route 1 shot down due to a crash with response on scene. There's a work zone northbound on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, Maryland, 295. As you approach I-195, single file right gets you by the works. And also working southbound 95, shed south of I-195 toward the bridge over the Patapsco. Two left lanes past the work zone there. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4's Amelia Draper. Well, we're looking at plenty of sunshine these next few days. We're dealing with strong winds as well for Tuesday and Wednesday. Now, tonight, clouds will continue to clear out with lows in the 30s. Winds pick up as we head toward daybreak, and we'll have strong winds out there the entire day tomorrow, gusting up to 50 miles an hour, with the wind advisory in effect from the midday and afternoon hours through early Wednesday morning. Throughout the day on Wednesday, winds will slowly subside with highs in the low to mid-50s. On Thursday, light winds, highs around 60. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. And right now at the wharf in D.C. 43, National Harbor 43, Sterling, 41 degrees. Some parts of our area moving down to the 30s and even the upper 20s. Chevy Chase, Maryland has 40 degrees for an air temperature. Northeast winds at 5, making it feel like 36. We're brought to you by Len the Plumber. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Coming up in a little bit here on WTOP, did the Oscars get any kind of audience boost last night compared to previous years? Stay with us. Do you hide or feel insecure about your smile? Are you tired of missing, broken, or painful teeth? Have you been putting off your dental treatment for way too long? Look no further. Nova Dental Anesthesia has the solution. Their team offers full-mouth dental implants, also known as same-day teeth, to give you a complete smile in just one day. A life-changing, confident, and bright smile is at your fingertips. Trust the dental experts at Nova Dental Anesthesia to bring your best smile to life with full-mouth dental implants. So why wait? Interest-free financing is available. Find out if you're a candidate for same-day teeth by visiting NovaDentalAnesthesia.com or calling at 571-83-RELAX. That's 571-83-RELAX. After the call, you will be at ease and on your way toward your perfect smile at Nova Dental Anesthesia. Call at 571-83-RELAX or online at novadentalanesthesia.com. 11-22. Sell your home the stress-free way like I did with Jennifer Young of Jennifer Young Homes. This is Dave Johnson. And what's great about Jennifer Young, so many options, so many strategies, like her door-to-door move program. Jennifer can help you move on your timeline by enabling you to stay in your home after you've sold it until her team helps you find and lock down your next home. That's teamwork. That's why you need to connect with Jennifer at JenniferYoungHomes.com. That's JenniferYoungHomes.com or 877-611-SELL. Are you the parent of an outstanding student athlete? Nominate your favorite high school athlete for their chance to be WTOP's next Player of the Week. Each week from now through May 19th, WTOP will choose one local athlete in the DMV to be featured on air and online for their contributions to their community and to their team. Visit WTOP.com. Search player to nominate today. WTOP's Player of the Week program is sponsored by Main Street Bank. Bank where you breathe. MStreetBank.com. This is 
WTOP News. 11:23. A man from the district who played for the University of Alabama men's basketball team is now in custody. He's facing capital murder charges. 21-year-old Darius Miles, originally from D.C., has been indicted by a grand jury accused of providing the gun used to shoot and kill 23-year-old Jamia Harris back in January. Another man, Michael Davis from Charles County, has also been indicted and is accused of firing the gun. The shooting happened near the school's campus. According to witnesses, there had been a verbal altercation before the shooting. Harris was sitting in a car when she was hit by a bullet. Both men are currently being held without bond. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. With March Madness getting started this week, some college, excuse me, college basketball fans may be thinking about making the trip in person to see teams from our area compete in the tournament. How much will that be? Howard University is playing Kansas on Thursday in Des Moines, Iowa, and it is really pricey to get there. A round-trip flight to Des Moines is $2,400 nonstop, 900 with one stop. Game tickets range from $58 to 720 the University of Maryland is playing West Virginia Thursday in Birmingham, Alabama. Flying there will cost you nearly $800 nonstop and 500 with one stop. Tickets for the game range from 92 bucks to 1300 VCU plays St. Mary's Friday in Albany, New York. A round-trip flight is about 500 bucks. Game tickets range from $113 to $1,300. And the cheapest game to get to is UVA against Furman Thursday in Orlando. It's less than $300 for a round-trip flight there. Game tickets range from $29 bucks to $1,300. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Viewership for last night's Oscars has jumped to a three-year high. It was 18.7 million viewers watching ABC on Sunday, watching the Oscars. Also of note that telecast faced stiff competition from HBO, which aired the season finale of its latest hit, The Last of Us, at the very same time on Sunday. 11.25. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. We're going to Rob Woodfork. The Commanders open the first day of free agency by officially taking care of one of their own as Deron Payne put pen to paper on his four-year, $90 million contract to stay in Washington. But why stick around, Deron? Uh, I know we got a bunch of young talent on our team, and uh, we always just one little piece away from being good. So hopefully we can put together some pieces and, and make a run. Some of those pieces were added in a Monday flurry of free agent activity. Versatile offensive lineman Andrew Wiley and Nick Gates come to Washington on reported three-year deals. Wiley, the starting right tackle on the Chiefs Super Bowl championship team this past season, and Gates had a solid stint with the Giants, interrupted by a gruesome leg injury suffered against Washington in 2021. Cody Barton, after a breakout fourth season in Seattle, has reportedly agreed to a fully guaranteed one-year deal with the Commanders, presumably to replace Cole Holcomb at inside linebacker. Danny Johnson back for a second stint in Washington, and Cameron Dantzler claimed off waivers, both to bolster the Burgundy and Gold secondary. The Wizards' Kyle Kuzma is questionable to play the 7 p.m. tip-off at Capital One Arena against his hometown Pistons due to knee soreness. The Wiz enter the night a half game out of the 10th and final play-in berth. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. Still ahead here on WTOP tonight. Congress considers investigations and tightening regulations in the wake of bank failures. On Capitol Hill, I'm Mitchell Miller. 1126. Hey, Jimmy, I'm going to ask Rachel to marry me, and I need your help. Take these flashcards. I've got to learn these engagement ring terms. Quiz me. Okay. Uh, Halo, vintage, channel set. Those are all ringtones. Ring styles. Now, how about this? SI2, HVVS, ESI1. I got bingo? No. Those are diamond grades. Okay. Table, crown, girdle. What a queen wears to 